Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar-Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is Dr. Seiler and Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. Althea, how are you today? I am recovering from Labor Day, <laughs> but I'm doing great. And I'm glad to be back on Mind Your Business Radio. Absolutely. 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 Well, today we are going to be talking talking about invest and we have a special guest today Althea this is a very good friend of mine Mr. Jeff Morris I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jeff Jeff is a registered representative with Wealthspan Financial Group his certifications include series 6 63 life health and annuities he holds an AS degree in hotel restaurant uh, and BS degree in hospitality management from Johnson and Wales University Jeff currently serves as Atlanta chapter president of the National Association of Black Accountants. Shout out to NABA. Mm. NABA is a nonprofit membership association dedicated to bridging the opportunity gap uh, for people of color in accounting, finance, and other related business professions. NABA represents 200,000 members nationally and 300 plus locally. Jeff worked for Auto Data Processing, that's ADP, for almost 10 years as a district sales manager and was the owner of a restaurant in downtown Atlanta for five years. He currently serves as an ambassador for the Cobb Chamber of Commerce and most importantly serves as a mentor to a 14 male with the Marietta Mentoring Leadership Program. We were just talking about the importance of mentoring last time, a couple, couple of shows ago. Mm-hmm. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank welcome, you. Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. So, Jeff, you know we're talking about investing today. Yes. And so tell me a little bit about your job. Tell me what you do. Uh, well, I work with individuals, families, and business owners, and I help them you know, put plans together to determine what's important for them uh, in short and long-term goals. Okay. All right. And so you, you, you said that you're a representative for Wealthspan. Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about Wealthspan. Wealthspan is a full-service independent insurance, investment, and retirement uh, planning services firm. Mm-hmm. And we, we do a lot of work with people who want to make sure that uh, when they put plans in place financially, that they'll come through in the future. You know, we talk about the market. There's a lot that we have to learn about the market. Give us a little education about the market. Uh, the market is, is a very viable market. It has goes, been some ups and downs. a lot of ups and downs. And if you have a plan for your long-term goals, you just have to know how to deal with the ups and downs because that's going to come. Right. But for people who have long-term goals, uh, those ups and downs are just part of the course. Now, do you think it's wise because a person like myself who in for the long haul, mm-hmm. I really, when, when you get this kind of volatile market, I kind of sit back and say, well, I'm not going to take a look at what's going on. I'm just going to keep steady ahead. Even though I have an advisor, I'm just going to not look. I'm just going to move, let things just uh, fluctuate as they normally. Do you advise your clients to do that or you yes. think you ought to? You, you can't really pay attention to it every day because you're going to drive yourself crazy because it changes so frequently that if you if you watch it every day, you're going to, you're going to try to react to what you're seeing on the TV and reading. 
So the goal is to have a long-term plan and make adjustments as you go to those goals, as you try to reach those goals. But um, the goal is the long-term game. I know Dr. Flo talks about that word budget. That's a scary term that most of us don't like. Well, you could change the term and call it uh, spending maintenance. But it's important to to control your spending because it's not actually how much you make. It's how much you let leak out on a monthly basis. And so, so if I come to you, you're a financial advisor, and I'm quite sure you deal with uh, clients that have, have a lot of wealth, maybe some wealth, or maybe no wealth. But I'm, I'm a new to this game. I'm in my 20s. I mean, you would want to talk to me if I only have maybe 5 or $10 to invest, would you? Well, it, it all depends on what the type of person you are and, and your mentality as far as what you want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I have clients who have you know wealth, and I have some clients that don't have wealth. But it's important to know what's important to that individual because I think reaching back to people who are not as fortunate to have the resources, they still need help. And you never know. Something can change with somebody. They can have an inheritance. They can come into a large sum of money in some other way. Um, you know, They can marry into it, whatever the case may be. But if they understand the basics, I think that will help them in the long term. I see. So, so knowledge is power, and it certainly is power if we use it yes. and act upon it. And we were talking about that earlier. Like this generation, they have so many resources to obtain information. Um, Sometimes cutting back on the Facebook and the Twitter and learning about uh, investing in mutual funds and savings and budgeting would benefit you better than you know, those, those kind of things. Now, I don't want them to not have fun, but they have to understand that one day responsibilities are going to get heavier. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's great. That's great information, not only for millennials, but for us who are in our middle age and, and older. We still need to invest. We need, still need to save. And we need somebody who has the expertise and knowledge to guide us on that on that path. And being that the market is volatile right now, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be so concerned if our long-term goals are, or will eventually get met. Right. You, want, you want to strive for that. And, uh, you know, everybody has a coach. I play a lot of sports, and even the greatest, Tiger Woods, this, the Williams sisters, Michael Jordan, they all had coaches. So somebody just needs to help them in those things, and mm-hmm. people need help with their with their finances. And being part of NAVA, what I find sometimes is that they know how to count the, the pennies for the corporations, <laughs> yes. but sometimes... A lot of people with CPAs and accounting mm-hmm. degrees on the financial side, personally, they have a they have a hard time. Well, that's that's definitely true, um, Jeff. Uh, I can tell you that you know just because you're a CPA or an attorney and you learn to do right by your clients, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily do right right by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it is an education. All of us, no matter what our profession is, we need an, a business and financial education because the more you know and hopefully the better you do. Uh, one of the things that Althea and I talked about too uh, in our show, and we, we talk about this on a regular basis, the reason why we're here. And the reason why we're here is because uh, people of color usually don't get the financial education that we need. It's not like we were 
uh, raised with that financial education. It's not like the things that you are talking about today, we didn't get that sitting around the dinner table. Uh, so it is important to surround yourself uh, with professionals. I just want to throw out a couple of things and then we're going to uh, we're going to uh, take a break in a few minutes. Um, the studies about African-American community, Althea, mm-hmm. talked about a uh, show many have confidence in their knowledge of managing money and household expenses. Uh, a majority of African-Americans surveyed give themselves a grade A or B in the following knowledge of managing household expenses and budgets, managing money, managing debt and life insurance protection. However, Fewer African-American respondents give themselves high grades on their knowledge of topics such as investing, planning for wealth transfer, or leaving money to the next generation, and saving or investing for a child's education. In fact, one in five give themselves a failing grade or of F on those topics. Sure. And so definitely that is why we're here. I, you know, I, I do question a couple of these statistics about managing money, money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and managing debt. I just don't think that, I think that that's probably not an African-American problem. It is a cultural problem, mm-hmm. you know, as an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Americans have more debt than probably any other uh, culture or country. And so that's not, there's probably no color line for that. Uh, so we will be back. We're going to take a short break. Yeah, we're going to take a short break. Uh, and we'll be back. So stay tuned with us. We have Jeff Morris in the house with Wealthspan Financial, and we're talking about investing today. Thank you so much. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? We also offer wash and fold laundry service, and we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find us by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click. If filing your own taxes is not for you, we've got you covered. Just click to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Are you in need of a breakthrough? Maybe you only need a roadmap to connect the dots to your success. You know you're destined for greatness. Have you grown tired of trying to figure it out by yourself? Well, not for long. Welcome to Coach's Corner Elite, a digital magazine whose mission is to become your premier resource in connecting with many of the industry's top go-to coaches, consultants, leaders, and experts. I'm talking about movers and shakers from around the world who are willing to share their stories of struggle and triumph, as well as their systems for success so that you too can have hope. No matter where you stand in your journey, your search will be complete with Coach's Corner Elite. Visit our website, CoachesCornerElite.com. Join our mailing list today. Got mobile? Text Connect Me to 33. 
888-444-4444. Join us now. Coach's Corner Elite. Your experience awaits. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Well, we're back. We're back. Those of you all who are faithful listeners, please hang in there with us. We had a few technical difficulties, Mm -hmm. but we're here with Jeff Morris from WealthSpan. And we still want you to call in. Oh, yeah, please, Althea. Be my my guest. All right, thank you. (laughs) So we want you to still call in at 1-888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. All right, all right, callers, this is your chance, you know. Because if you don't, you can call in now for free. But you know, I don't know later on if you try to ask Jeff a question, it might cost you. So you might want to call. You might want to call now while we got him for we got him for a free hour, okay? But anyway, Jeff, we were talking about before we uh, took the break. We were talking about um, uh, the the statistics, the African the African American statistics. We were talking about the fact that. Um, uh, African Americans are grading themselves with an A uh, when it comes to their knowledge of financial topics, uh, managing expenses and budgets, uh, 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 and uh, basically managing debt. Fifty over fifty-five percent of the people graded themselves as an A in managing debt and things like that. And so, uh, you know, you guys can't see the reaction of the people in the room when I read those statistics. Um, but clearly, we feel that maybe those statistics uh, need to be challenged. Uh, so what, what what do you think? What is your experience, Jeff? You had something to say about that. Well, maybe I have not met those African-Americans. But uh, <laughs> a lot of times, not only African-Americans, just people in general, they carry a lot more debt than than statistics probably show. Okay. Um, and I think that's the, that's the hardest thing to help you advance financially is when you're carrying that debt. Mm-hmm. You know, so I meet people that are in their 40s and 50s that still have student loan debt. Mm-hmm. And if you have student loan debt at that time when you have family and you're trying to you know, accomplish things as a unit, it's uh, it's hard to move forward because that's a weight around you that doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room. Oh, okay. you know, your interest rates are higher on your credit cards mm-hmm. uh, to buy a car, to buy a home. Lenders look at those kind of things. Right, right. So, you know, the other thing, too, is if we're strapped with, with debt, uh, we're constantly having to uh, stay in the rat race to pay off that debt. And then before we know it, you know, we're at my age and we're trying to catch up. So, you know, what, what do you what's the best way to invest? How what advice would you give for people out there? Maybe the people that need to catch up, people that have, you know, didn't start that fund at the age, you know, at age 20, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or people, you know, people like us who might have a little nest egg but have to catch up. I know for a fact um, some of our listeners are entrepreneurs and we're the worst when it comes to those types of things. You know, we kind of put that on the back burner and try to invest a lot of money in our businesses. So so what, what advice would you have for people like us that need to catch up on our retirement? I think watching your expenses is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Because we're so used to buying what we want to buy sure. and then dealing with the consequences later. Mm-hmm. But that's just not a good approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, large companies have budgets. They have a finance department. And they give each department allocated resources to do what they need to do. 
to right. to run that business right. and to run it successfully. And I think people should look at their household as that type of uh, operation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if they constantly spend and they're not managing what's going out, it's it's going to catch up to them. Well, also you made a comment that's that's really true. If we manage our personal lives like uh, companies manage the the company, like mm-hmm. people manage the company, some of us have ran big companies mm-hmm. and managed those properly, but won't manage our personal life, our personal finances properly. Uh, the the one thing that you said is that uh, a lot of these companies manage off of a budget. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things too is that if you work for a corporation, they will tell you here's your budget, but if the money doesn't come in as planned then you can't spend as planned. And so you have to adjust that budget for whatever comes, you know, what the reality of whatever comes in, correct? That is correct. And I think thinking of reality, because one of the other questions I want to kind of focus in on is that in these surveys where African-American has been surveyed, I think it's our gut feeling or what we feel, and it doesn't seem to be the reality. Because we're <laughs> okay. either going to be spenders, saver or investor. Okay. And according to the statistics, among the African American survey in the report, we feel that they're very well prepared to make wise financial decisions. Fifty nine percent of us think that we are savers. Twenty nine percent of us feel that we are spenders. Mm-hmm. And only eleven percent view ourselves as an investor. So Jeff, I'm asking you, what's the reality? <laughs> no, those those numbers are a little um Different than what I see okay. you know, on, a, on a regular basis, but I think that if you sit with someone to have a real talk about your situation, then you'll see what it is you know, on black and white. And I think that's part of the problem. We don't see anything on in black and white to give us that reality check. And I think sometimes that people, they're afraid to have that real conversation or to sit with a professional to find out exactly where they are. I think that they think they'll be okay. And if they don't pay too much of attention to it, they'll be all right. They have a little money in savings. They have a 401k and they'll be all right. But the earlier you start looking at it and determining your expenses versus your needs and planning for the future, it's, it's going to be better because you'll have a pulse on what's happening. Sure. Okay. So is, is investing always a long-term strategy or should it be just looked looked at as a strategy period do you think it's always a long-term strategy or or what 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 what's your advice on that for the majority of people investing is a long-term strategy okay uh-huh. and um, if you go into it trying to get rich overnight yeah it's 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 not really going to happen so 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 a lot of the movies have us believing that we could uh, <laughs> we could we could be successful day traders maybe and just go in there and and make a lot of money. It's almost um, but what they don't what people don't realize is if you uh, uh, in, involve yourself in that type of investing, uh, the chances of actually making money in that type of strategy is almost about the same chance of winning the lottery, huh? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think the the bottom line is you know you have different levels of your financial picture mm-hmm. and the bottom line is having a good foundation. Mm-hmm. So having your insurances and your protections in place, having a will in place, having cash reserves, mm-hmm. 
taking care of your income in case you get hurt with mm-hmm. disability protection, uh, life insurance, and insuring your home or your rental property or whatever the case may be. Once you have those financial tools in place, that foundation is solid. Okay. Because if you want to go into investing and something happens to one of those blocks, it's just like a home. It's mm-hmm. going to it's going to be weak. Okay. So before you think about investing and those kind of in, you know, uh, steps to take, you have to have foundation. Foundation. Yes. Oh, that's 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 powerful. Um, we we talk about we talk we give a lot of financial advice on this show, but you you're talking about the foundation. You're talking about making sure that 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 our financial fitness is in place, mm-hmm. right? And so investing is just one of those things, one of those parts. So we have to secure our now, mm-hmm. but we also have to secure our future. Mm-hmm. And so I know Althea talks a lot about the future and uh but she also talks about the fact that estate planning is not just about preparing for death. Yeah. It is right, it's the business of living, it's right? The business. A living is preparing now and protecting what you have worked so hard for right now. And I think, Jeff, that was an excellent um, point that you have to have some insurances in place in order to make sure that you don't lose out if something happens. And I I think that instead of us as Americans, and I'm not just saying just African-Americans, having this uh, good feeling about where, where we are whether we are spenders, savers, or investors, we need to come to a professional like you to find out what the real deal is. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we move on. We'll have a better idea as to where we need to go. And so one of my questions is, what is the best way for adults to invest? And I know we don't have much time, but if you can kind of talk about that. Uh, it all depends on what your goals are, right? So some people are have children that mm-hmm. they need to plan for college. Mm-hmm. Some people who are single and they're just planning for themselves. But it, it all depends on what's important to you, short-term and long-term. Uh, something that I, I, I share with my clients is that if you have children and they're going to go to college one day, your retirement is more important than their college because mm-hmm. you can't go to Chase or... Uh, Bank of America and ask them for five thousand dollars every month to cover your expenses. Mm-hmm. But your children, right. can, they can receive loans, scholarships, okay. grants, grants. Yes, you know they can work. Absolutely. They can do all mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to take care of yourself first. You know, when you fly in a plane mm-hmm. and they give you the instructions, what's the first thing they tell you to do? <laughs> put the put the mask on yourself oh, before you put them on, exactly. on your children. Yeah. <laughs> so put it on yourself. Make sure your foundation is together. Mm-hmm. And once your foundation is together, that's when you start thinking about investing okay. in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and, and uh, estate planning and those kind of things. But if that foundation is weak, it's, it's going to be a harder road to, uh, to go. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. You know, uh, when we come back, we're going to going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about um, uh, basically the spending. Um, you know, <laughs> we uh, welcome on now. You know, from all the marketing strategies and things like that, um, that African Americans are known for spending. We're, we're known for. We're, we're not as much known for investing as we're known for spending. Um, and, and I promise you guys that if, if, if Althea and I can just, with this show or whatever we have to do, 
um, turn that stereotype around just even a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I will have felt like <laughs> I've done my job. Um, but that is a, a, a big issue, and that is why we are marketed to in a certain way because we're looked at as spenders, mm-hmm. uh, not investors. And so this is the challenge I have for my listeners before we take the break. The challenge I have for my listeners, and I'm going to do this over the next week. I am actually going to I'm going to take a sheet of paper and I'm going to write down. I'm going to turn the BT. I'm going to turn the TV one, and I am going to record the type of commercials that are there. And I'm sure. going to see because I watch CNBC too, right? Mm-hmm. And I watch MSNBC, and I see a lot of commercials from you know Wall Street and the traders and the and the uh, and the brokerage firms and things like that. They broadcast there, right? But when it comes to BT <laughs> and uh, and those types of things, uh, not even banks and stuff. So I want to. I think that's going to be a challenge for us. Okay, sure. out there, All right. we're going to see what type of commercials come on our program. So it's time to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. We're here with Jeff Morris from Wealthspan. Are you in need of a breakthrough? Maybe you only need a roadmap to connect the dots to your success. You know you're destined for greatness. Have you grown tired of trying to figure it out by yourself? Well, not for long. Welcome to Coach's Corner Elite, a digital magazine whose mission is to become your premier resource in connecting with many of the industry's top go-to coaches, consultants, leaders, and experts. I'm talking about movers and shakers from around the world who are willing to share their stories of struggle and triumph, as well as their systems for success so that you too can have hope. No matter where you stand in your journey, your search will be complete with Coach's Corner Elite. Visit our website, CoachesCornerElite.com. Join our mailing list today. Got mobile? Text Connect Me to 33444. Join us now. Coaches Corner Elite. Your experience awaits. Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? We also offer wash and fold laundry service. And we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find us by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb County. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. And now back to Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeVar-Johnson for more of Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone. Okay, welcome back, welcome back. Again, we were talking about a little bit about African-American spending, but uh, one of the things I want to find out, we, we, we know... We want to change this image. I, I put a challenge out there to our listeners to just pay attention to when 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 uh, shows are even if you're watching regular network television and you and there's a show where you know the majority of African Americans are listening to that show or watching that show. I want you to just take a look at the type of commercials that come on. And if you find any commercials that seem to be uh, geared towards us doing better financially, then great. Write those down too. 
Um, but I want you guys to, to do this homework for us and call in next time on our next show and give us some idea of what you found. Again, our call-in number is 888-463-6748, 888-463-6748. Hopefully we've dealt with uh, and fixed some of our technical difficulties so you'll feel comfortable calling in. I know a few callers we couldn't take at the time because we were having technical difficulties, but hopefully now we're okay. 888-463-6748. Okay, so I, I put that challenge out there and we'll see what, what happens, okay? I know that I'm going to do my best to, to look. And, and Leah, I need you to do that too. I want my intern to get involved in this. Okay, so now here's what I want to know. What advice would you give uh, to our listeners uh, in, in building a relationship with a financial advisor? Looking for a financial advisor and building a relationship uh, with a financial advisor, what type of advice would you give on that? I think you have to sit and talk with several advisors to make sure that you bond with them. It's just like any other relationship. You want to feel comfortable with them. You want to make sure that you feel like you can trust them um, and that you can talk to them about sensitive things because Next to your doctor, this person knows a lot about your sure. your life. So you you definitely want to feel comfortable with them. You make you want to make sure they're professional. They have good follow up skills. They have all their uh, registrations in order, and that you can recommend them to somebody else if you're happy with with the work that they're doing sure. to them. And it's it's the same type of thing. Even in my practice, most clients. I feel they are comfortable with me and they respect my informa the information that I give them and they're comfortable and feel that they can tr uh, trust me. Uh, but do you get uh, most of your clients from referrals or how, how do you get your clients? Most of my clients come from personal introductions from existing clients mm -hmm. and I, I get a lot of recommendations from the organizations that I'm part of and it's just about meeting people, having coffee with them, having mm -hmm. sharing lunch with them and to determine what's important to them. And not everybody you meet is going to be someone that you work with mm -hmm. because sometimes the vibe is just not there. Mm -hmm. sure. And you know what's fortunate about the type of work that I do is I get to pick and choose who I work with. Mm -hmm. So if someone is you know not very pleasant, then you <laughs> say thank you and you part ways. But those people that you, you click with, you enjoy working with them, and they enjoy working with you. Okay, well, you know, that brings up uh, another question because I do have uh, some students who are listening and probably might be thinking about a career mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in financial advising. So what qualities should people look for in an advisor, first of all? And then I want to talk to you about the professional side of what you do and, and what types of licenses and things you have to have. It's a it's a long road, okay, okay. Uh -huh. and a lot of testing, a lot of um, regulations mm -hmm. that you have to maintain, but it can be very rewarding because mm -hmm. you can help people change their lives, yes, and you can help create legacies, mm -hmm. um, and and working with people, it's a lot of fun because you grow with these people. You know, mm -hmm. you work with them, and then you work with their children, and you may work with their children's children, mm -hmm. um, their families, their friends. But as far as a career, uh, it, it's a wonderful career. And I tell people often, if I knew <laughs> then what I know now, I would have probably been doing this a long well, time Well, you ago. and I have similar backgrounds. You know I have a bachelor's and associate's in hospitality management, Yes, too. you told me that. So that was my first life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So then we, we both went into some uh, financial professions. Mm -hmm. So, But I, I don't regret the things that I've no, done. No, I don't either. Because it, it, 
has crafted me to be the person right. that I am right now. Right. And right. I worked for the Ritz Carlton for many years when I first got out of school. So mm-hmm. it set a very high expectation on service. Right. And my wife would she would she would say. When we go places, I'm looking for service. If yes. we're paying, we are. We need to be served. And it's just like when you're working with a financial professional. Right. If you are paying them, you need them to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And you need them to tell you what the right things are and not what they want you to hear. Okay. You know, okay. I think that's really important. And that's one a big question because that's one of the first, well, one of the questions my clients ask me is how do you get paid? Right. So, just, oh. how do you get paid? Uh, we, we we get paid in several ways. Uh, we can get receive a commission mm-hmm. if we help a client with, let's say, a life insurance or disability policy. Mm-hmm. If there is money to be managed, mm-hmm. we can get it, receive a uh, percentage of yes. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And if the firm does any kind of planning, any fee based planning, mm-hmm. then they receive uh, a fee depending on how complex your your plan mm-hmm. is so okay. there are many ways that we can we can work with clients and build those relationships but, okay. but bottom line you do get paid and that's that's a good thing because again as a professional who provide a service provide information mm-hmm. that has value absolutely information has value knowledge is power and information the more knowledge you have the more information you get from someone that's knowledgeable you need to pay for that information. If you look at any wealthy person that is operating from a position of wealth, and I'm not talking about guys, you know, we, we try to educate our listeners on the difference between wealth and having a high income. Wealth is what you retain. So you can have a high income, and I, I tell my students all the time, you can have a high income and just be hood rich. Mm-hmm. Hood rich. <laughs> Hood rich is having a high income and having nothing to show for it. Okay, um, and a lot, a lot of times, if you deal illegally, you will have a lot of income and nothing to show for it because you cannot show that. You cannot show anything else. You go to jail, right? So a lot of times, people that we see that we perceive. Uh, make money are not actually wealthy because they don't have any assets. They don't have anything that really has value, uh, future value. So one of the things that people need to understand is that people that operate in wealth surround themselves with professionals and they pay those professionals. That is the expense of having wealth. The expense of building wealth and having wealth is fitting in your budget uh, the ability to pay professionals uh, for their advice. Okay. And their services. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we have we actually have a caller on the line, Great. Jeff, and um, and this particular caller uh, sounds like one of my students. Um, how can I become a broker? How can I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how can I? How can I get in the business? Uh, so, uh, Keisha, are you on the line? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Keisha. Good morning. Um, you're on hey. on the line with, uh, with how you doing with Jeff? What What's your question for Mr. Morris? Um. My question is, you know, with me being a recent college graduate, my um, degree is in business administration, concentration, international business. But my question is, like, I've been looking into becoming, you know, an investor or getting into investment, becoming an independent broker. But, you know, like, being around your family, especially in a black household, that's not a topic that's brought up. (laughs) <laughs> and I just wanted to know, like, the steps to getting into 
becoming an independent investor or, you know, just getting into that field, what certifications I would need? That's my question. Okay. Thanks, Keisha. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Good morning, Keisha. Uh, I think it's a great field to, to get involved with, but you have to do research. Okay, so if you can try to get an internship with one of the financial institutions, that may be a good first step. If you can read a lot of the trade magazines, um, registered representative, financial planning, there are, there are hundreds of magazines out there that you can read and get the knowledge from. But finding out what part of the financial industries field you want to get involved in is, is going to be important. And once you find that out, then you can target trying to become licensed with your Series 6, 63, 7. There are a lot of license and registrations yeah. that you have to take. And they are expensive. So you have to be prepared and you have to put it to good use. And, and uh, once you have that plan in place, then you can target which uh, direction you would like to go. Uh, Keisha, are you still there? I think one of the things that I heard Jeff say that's very important um is he mentioned a couple of associations. And so if you have a pen, uh, I want you to write this down. The National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors, N-A-I-F-A. NAFA. NAFA, the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors, and also the Financial Planning Association, FPA. Okay, I want you to uh, just go on. I know uh, by your voice you're young, so you can get on the Internet and just... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Find out as much information as you can on that. And I suggest you follow your passion. Mm-hmm. Yes. No matter what other folks are doing or saying, you follow your passion and purpose. So, well, right. the, yeah, it's yeah, time to right, take, take a break. A break. <laughs> it's time to take a break. So, uh, Keisha, did we answer your question? Yes. I yes, guess. y'all did. Great. Thank great. you. Thank you for calling. It's time to take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back okay. with more. Maybe you only need a roadmap to connect the dots to your success. You know you're destined for greatness. Have you grown tired of trying to figure it out by yourself? Well, not for long. Welcome to Coach's Corner Elite, a digital magazine whose mission is to become your premier resource in connecting with many of the industry's top go-to coaches, consultants, leaders, and experts. I'm talking about movers and shakers from around the world who are willing to share their stories of struggle and triumph, as well as their systems for success so that you too can have hope. No matter where you stand in your journey, your search will be complete with Coach's Corner Elite. Visit our website, CoachesCornerElite.com. Join our mailing list today. Got mobile? Text Connect Me to 33444. Join us now. Coaches Corner Elite. Your experience awaits. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click. If filing your own taxes is not for you, we've got you covered. Just click to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. 
Okay, okay, okay. We're back. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us today. Um, I know that there are other people who are listening besides Miss Keisha that called in. So we're going to talk before we close out the show. We, we got something we're going to talk about right now. But before we close out the show, we're going to make sure um, that Jeff talks about, uh, gives us a little bit more about his journey and who who, uh, who kind of influenced him uh, to get into the business so that you, you guys will know, uh, you know uh, his journey and, and maybe you might be able to relate to that. But I was laughing because uh, my, my, my partner over here, uh, Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson, is, 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 is using this show to get free financial no advice from, from our guests. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Althea, what was your question for our guests? Well, my question is, uh, it's like I ain't considering a major purchase. I want to buy this uh, Tundra, Toyota Tundra truck. And right now, the payments, I'm looking at payments of $700. Uh, and so my question is, should I buy the truck or should I use my this old vehicle that I have? And I've been driving old vehicles all my life. So now I've been sacrificing all my life with my business and other investment. Don't I deserve to pay that? Jeff? Don't I deserve that? If you sacrifice, yes, you have. Yes, you do deserve it. However, however. <clears throat> If you have certain things in place and your your savings is where it needs to be and your investment plan is where it needs to be, you can treat yourself. But, okay. but mm-hmm. only if you have those things in place first. Um, Seven hundred dollars is a is it's a steep. big monthly yeah. payment, but depending on how much you're bringing in and what your expenses are, sure. you you don't want it to go over a certain amount. Now, if you have the ability to I have another vehicle. I know you were telling about your mom's vehicle. Yes. <clears throat> you could you can do something else with that seven hundred dollars that you can create memories with versus being a consumer like we talked about. Okay. So So you know, I have to look at what my financial goals are. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so 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 if you if your financial what you're saying, you talked to us about the foundation. If the foundation is in place, mm-hmm. right? And then the next layer from what we were discussing and I'm recapping because I know uh, that we were having some technical difficulties and uh, a lot of things that Jeff was saying this morning were very important Mm -hmm. so you have your foundation once your foundation is in place you start investing for your future right even and and, and Jeff said to us it's even more important than putting aside money for our kids college education because there are a lot of ways to finance now creative ways to finance a college education, but like he said, you can't go to the bank and, and finance your re- retirement. You can't say, oh, I'm old now and uh, I don't want to work anymore, so can you loan me some money so I can pay my bills at home? Okay, so the <laughs> bank's not going to listen to that. And so uh, your advice, Althea, is if she has all these things in place, if she has her foundation in place, if she's investing for her future, and you know she, what kind of work she does, so you know she got a will in place. Right. If she, <laughs> if she has all that. those state plan is in place. If she has all that in place, then if she wants to treat herself, then go ahead. If, if everything else is in order, yes. You deserve it because you've done, you've been a, a diligent servant to your investments. <laughs> all so, right. So <laughs> I guess I'll be driving my mom's car. We're going to be doing a few things for a while because I'm still building that too. As entrepreneurs, I'm telling you guys, we're, we're not, we're not sitting here talking to you as, as people who haven't ever made any mistakes. We're talking to you from a place of experience, experience. and knowledge. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And as entrepreneurs, we have made some personal sacrifices to be where we are in our practices and in our business. And sometimes those personal sacrifices uh, didn't allow us uh, to build the type of nest egg that we wanted to build. Uh, but because we know to do that, we're working on it now. And so we're, we're catching up and doing those things. Well, I do have to, I do have to say this. Uh, my intern made a comment. Uh, she says, well, attorney DeBar Johnson just pay cash well, for, for that, for that tundra. Here, here's what happens, guys. I, I am definitely one that believes in, in not acquiring extra debt. And of course, for things like a car, yes, because it depreciates. It depreciates. Uh, but here's the thing. A lot of times what people don't understand when you say just pay cash, here's the problem with that. Even if you have the cash, you're usually taking it from someplace. Sure. Okay. So it's still a math equation to me. It still is what are you sacrificing to, to pay cash for that asset that is going to lose value? So here's the thing. If you have to take money out of a, an investment, okay, that is securing your future, that's not a good idea. Not. Do not cash in 401ks. Do not cash in... Uh, uh, IRAs and things like that that are securing your future, okay? Now, if you have taken care of your savings, if you have paid off your other debts um, that have high interest rates, if you have done those things and you have excess cash laying around in a checking account or even in a bank savings account because you're not earning anything in a bank anymore, if you have money laying around, now, yes, use cash to pay for those assets uh, that don't appreciate, um, and, and get, so you don't acquire any more debt. But again, you have to think that thing through. Okay. You don't want to go cashing out 401ks and doing those types of things. Those are bad ideas. And I think right? that's why it's important for us to go to our financial advisor to get that reality check and to let us know, no, this is not anything that we can do right now. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you want to work with someone who's going to tell you, the right thing and not just what you want to be told. Right. Because if, if he or she tells you, well, go ahead and buy the truck. You deserve it. You worked hard. You have a practice. And that's not good for your long-term goals. They're not doing you justice. Well, they haven't even done the math. They haven't considered what you just said was they haven't really asked those other important questions that you asked earlier. Okay, so what it, what is your foundation? Do you have all these things in right. place? They haven't mm-hmm. asked you those questions. They need to ask you those questions, right, and make yeah. sure that all the other, the, those other things are in place before they say, oh, go ahead and treat yourself. And then I think, too, Jeff, and you, you may agree, that you've asked those, those uh, foundational questions in the beginning but periodically you need to ask your client each and every time right because things again, change 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 <laughs> yes. life, life happens life happens things right. may need to increase insurances may need right. to increase right people pass people change jobs they have children they get married they get divorced yes. so these life events affect you financially so when you go through them if you have a good professional that's working with you they're checking on you every three, six, twelve that's months, right. sure. and they're making sure that you're okay. Nothing has changed, and if we need to make any updates. Okay, and so, so to your point, if something has changed, you might need to update your plan. Yes, always. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that plan is not just oh, I did the plan, and yeah. now okay. And that's and that's sometimes what people go through. They'll meet with a professional, mm-hmm. and then that professional will set them up, get the money, and they're gone, mm-hmm. and then they don't hear from them and. A long time, mm-hmm. but it's important that you stay connected with your clients because that's how you grow your practice. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm doing right by you, I'm checking up with you, and when we talk, I find out well who else 
can I help? Mm-hmm. Who else in your family mm-hmm. and your network that I can help? Mm-hmm. And because we've been in touch, you're going to rattle off names and say, well, you can go talk to my cousin, my sister, whatever the case may be. Okay, so that's a good strategy. Yes. Yeah, because in our profession, uh, all of us here in the room, in our profession, uh, 99% of our clients come through referral. Yeah. It is because we've done a good job for someone else. Uh, and so that's how we build our client base. So, yeah, staying in touch is real important. Really important. Yeah, we're working. We, we've, I've been working on that even in, in my practice is, is the staying in touch mm-hmm. thing because it's difficult. You're working with so many people and you're so you're under, you know, you're so swamped with the people that you're working with. You can't forget to touch the people that you haven't touched in a while. Yes. OK. Absolutely. And I like that. The fact that you do get in contact with your clients periodic basis, because, again, we all have busy lives and we have to remember that we need to stay on task and things are forever changing. changing. And it's as simple as calling your client on their birthday. Okay. Taking them out on their birthday, okay. lunch, sending them a cake or some cookies well, on their birthday. You their missed spouses. my birthday, Jeff. But I did call you. Though. Oh, you did call me. Right. You did, but I didn't get lunch. <laughs> oh, okay. well, but that's fine. That's fine. Now I know how, how you know, my money ain't large. So no, I, I'm, gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jeff, Jeff, actually, I'm, I haven't even really invested yet with Jeff. This is, this is how good of a, a practitioner he is. I haven't actually invested yet with Jeff, but he has already reached out and touched me for my birthday because he knows we can do some work together. Mm-hmm. Well, here before we get out of here, Jeff, I do need to ask you, I want you to tell people how to get in touch with you yes. uh, before we leave here. How do, how do people get in touch with you, Jeff? They can call me at the office. We're up at on Glenridge Drive near the perimeter. And my number is 770-395-0800, 770 or they can reach me via email, which is jeff.morris at wealthspanfinancial.com. That's jeff.morris at wealthspanfinancial.com. That's awesome. And, and, and with the last few minutes that we have, uh, for those students who are listening out, out there, who has influenced your career? And, and just, just, you know, we talked a little bit about, I know we jumped around a little bit. We talked a little bit about you and I having that, that uh, common background. But when it came to um, making that switch, because I know I had a, a, a person in my life that helped me make the switch and helped me realize that I had an affinity for financial topics and financial information. How about you? My my principal, who was Roger Fischel, mm-hmm. he's a principal at our firm. Okay. He was the one that kind of set the fire inside of me. Okay. Because we met at a previous employer mm-hmm. and he just had these he always had great ideas uh-huh. and it was just really exciting to work with him because he was always figuring out ways how we can best serve the client yeah we always have the client's goals in mind yes and he's just really creative he's a teacher at heart and he he's always encouraging people to to do best for the clients well thank you jeff for being with us and for this great information Well, that's all for this week's show. We'll be back next week. Yep. Mind Your Business business Radio. radio. Your business, your family, your Your life. life. Don't forget, go to www.mindyourbizradio.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Althea, see you next week, honey. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.